Hello and a very warm welcome to the Counterpoint podcast. I am Shubham Agarwal and we're here with another episode on the Conversations with Business Leaders series. Today, we have with us Mr. Anthony Cherukera, who is currently the CEO of VST Tillis Tractors Limited. And in his previous stint, he was the business head of Kirloskar Oil Engines Limited Agribusiness. His experience is quite unique in the sense that he played a pivotal role in revamping and transforming the supply chains of two companies, Coel and VST. Both of them from being a forecast in a push-based system into a pull-based supply chain. In the podcast today, we hope he'll share his experience on how he did this and we'll get a lot of learning from that. So let's get started. Hello, Mr. Anthony. Welcome to the Counterpoint podcast. I want to start by asking uh, you, what are the major problems faced in an agri-equipment business that make the environment very challenging? In the agriculture scenario, there is always ups and downs. There is an issue of good rainfall, good monsoon. There is an issue of crop prices. So these are uncontrollables and hence there is a fluctuation in terms of demand. Hmm. The unpredictability of the market plays out onto the manufacturing front because there is a sudden demand which goes up in certain part of the country. So if you are not able to supply on time, we lose sale. So manufacturing is uh, under pressure and you can also not uh, keep manufactured inventory, too much of manufactured inventory with you because then if the season doesn't play out, you will have to carry that inventory to the next season as well. Okay. There is also the whole push-pay system that uh, we work on in terms of ensuring that the collections come in and the Typically, the collection comes in only in the month end and then the billing is skewed towards the month end. This creates a problem at the supplier end because the raw material is already bought and the inventory is lying at the supplier end and the skew creates a problem of cash flow for the supplier as well, wherein he cannot procure raw material for the next month's demand. So this creates a, a problem not only at the company level, but at, at its suppliers as well. So, what was the impact of these problems on the business then? I think uh, the 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 biggest factor was the loss of sale itself. Uh, when you have such unpredictable uh, demand and then you're not able to supply on time, customers move on to competitors and then you lose sale. So, that is uh, number one. And number two is the efficiency of the organization in terms of uh, the time spent on shortage meetings, the time spent on scurrying to ensure that supplies are maintained. People had to be rushed to the supplier and to sit overnight and somehow manage the material and bring it to the company for the for the next day's production. Uh, thirdly, the aspect of losing inventory rotations, uh, not ensuring uh, the right models are available at the right time at the uh, at the marketplace, that kind of stops your rotation from happening. So that creates a problem. That uh, that also translates to problem at the supplier end and which creates, especially with the corona pandemic on, suppliers were short of cash and there were issues with the MSMEs. So, uh, I mean, there were problems at there and not only in terms of uh, the supply constraints, also in terms of the pandemic itself where there were lockdowns where there were, you know, people not turning up for work because they got infected. So all these kind of magnifies itself when the uh, when the inventory flow is not maintained. So it creates uh, double the issues uh, along with the pandemic. Yeah. 
Right. How can these uh, issues be solved, Mr. Antony, then? For this, we need what are the inventory that we should carry into a season. There should be an ability to optimize inventory if the season does not play out as expected. Okay. And how did you do that? So, uh, fundamentally, what we have been able to create is the buffer at uh, various levels and ensuring the buffer is more at the back end than the front end where the variation in demand is the highest closer to the consumer. So, what we have done is ensuring that uh, the variation in demand is taken care of by the buffer that we have kept at uh, various locations including the warehouse and the factory. And this kind of ensures that there is no last minute rush and uh, ensuring that the sudden rise in demand or at the same time, if there is a fall in demand, the buffer is controlled through a dynamic buffer system. The other aspect is, uh, you know, in the last one and a half years, we have faced a lot of commodity inflation and it was important that the suppliers also had a good view of what raw material they should carry and what kind of buffer they should carry to manage this inflation. So it has been an immense help in terms of not only for the company, but the suppliers as well to manage their inventory in an efficient way during this uh, fluctuating commodity inflation. Okay. So like I said, uh, in the introduction as well, you know, you have led uh, implementation of full systems in the supply chains of two companies. Uh, could you please share that experience with us? As a business head at Coil and now as CEO of VST TLRC, one of the fundamental things that uh, a CEO has to deal with or a business head has to deal with is the amount of resources that is at his uh, behest to garner growth for the company. So what happens is if you create efficiency with the current resources and if you can free up resources to do work that garners growth, and that is what TOC enables us to do. Because we are out of the firefighting mode, because we are able to focus on stuff which is long-term and important because we are able to save time away from the daily firefighting that we are uh, we used to do, this enables the same resource to work towards growth and other, op- other opportunities the market throws up. So that is one big factor that I have seen. The second aspect is in terms of uh, creating complete visibility and the ability to manage uh, with agility in a situation where things are out of your control in terms of, I spoke about the commodity inflation aspect, for example. This system enables you to, you know, monitor raw material inventory to ensure that your inventory is optimized for the coming season and manage this kind of volatile commodity inflation uh, pressures that Uh, keeps happening in the industry. So that is the second aspect. And the third aspect is what we have seen is, you know, normally people used to sit around, work late into the night, prepare for the, you know, kind of shortage meetings, which uh, they would have to do in the morning next day. So those kind of meetings are avoided and people can actually get back home on time. And I think that creates a great work-life balance for people. So all in all, I think uh, the it, it kind of creates a social engine in the company, which is about people, about the culture and how you go after growth. That's great. Thanks a lot, Mr. Antony, for your time. Uh, it was a great session that we had. Just to sum it up, traditionally, pull systems work best when demands are reasonably stable. This case study shows us how it can be done in a product line, which has got significant demand fluctuations. 
on account of seasonality and other macroeconomic factors. For any doubts or concerns on this topic, you may write to us on our social media handles. The link is in the details. Until next time, this is Shubham signing off. Bye bye.